Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Friendly disclaimer time. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with any of the media that we review or critique. We wholeheartedly support our fellow creatives at the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. And at the end of the day, we're just really big fans. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Julie, and buckle up, fans, because we're ready to chat all about some aliens, scrolls to be specific, from Marvel's latest show, Secret Invasion. And who better to chat all things aliens with than our Marvel special correspondent, Miss Melinda. Welcome back, friend. Hello. How are you doing? I am here, I am alive, and I am ready to talk all things aliens. Yes, I am ready. Let's do this. (laughs) All right. Well, what are your initial thoughts? Because I can go on and on about how this is my least favorite phase in Marvel. And I don't want to be a total Debbie Downer, but there there were some red flags. Let me put it that way. And I'll let you lead with the initial thoughts. I also can say um, that I will be joining you in the Debbie Downer party. Okay. Uh, This was not my favorite. Phase five has not been my favorite. I read the comics before watching the show Mm -hmm. and saw a lot of red flags in the comics. I saw the trailer and that was interesting. Right. (laughs) I don't know what I was expecting, but this wasn't it. I feel the fan theories were a lot better plot wise than the show actually was. I feel like marketing for phase five understands the assignment but then we get so hyped up over these trailers and we're like oh this is gonna be so great and we've never had a reason to doubt any previous phase of marvel in the history of marvel cinematic universe but it was just such a letdown the first two episodes still i'm trying to comprehend what i'm watching seeing where they're trying to take this i didn't get into the show like thoroughly invested into the show till the fourth episode and by the sixth episode i'm like okay (laughs) like i honestly yeah when they said oh on the finale and i thought to myself oh it's done i honestly forgot it was only gonna be six episodes it wasn't the top of my to watch list on my lunch breaks right when it came out like it was with other things there were theories that they would be bringing in like Mac or Daisy from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because they've been hinting at Quake in very small, minute ways. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen. One of the storylines I was really hoping for because it was in the comics, and this is what I was hoping to see in in the show itself, was Nick Fury's love life is supposed to be with Val, Valentina. And it never took off. And when we saw Val was previously married to Martin in Black Panther. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, man, Val gets around with everyone. <laughs> I was like, first <laughs> first Fury, now Martin. Like, what is going on here? And mm-hmm. I was expecting to see like a past love history with Val. And they never showed that. And I'm like, oh, there was so much potential here. They they laid the groundwork for you and you guys didn't run with it. Why? Yeah. <sighs> There's like three overused tropes that I'm like, we're all just burned out on and done with the idea of the scrolls hiding in plain sight, taking over government. That is very much anti-Semitic. 
another trope. It's the term fridging. Okay. So they kill off a a woman to further the storyline of the male character. In this case, it was Maria Hill who got fridged. Mm-hmm. The only reason why she was killed off by Gravik was to push Nick Fury's plot. And I love Maria Hill. And it was so disappointing to see that was how she was treated. Because mm-hmm. it brings back memories of how they treated Natasha in Endgame. Like mm-hmm. I like Tony got this massive funeral, this right. huge send off. And she got like a two second shot of her name on a float. Right. When she was the one who held the team together. It was just just disappointing. It wasn't all bad. It wasn't great. (laughs) But it wasn't all bad. Okay. The cast was phenomenal. There was some shining moments in this show. Yes, for sure. The cast was phenomenal. One of the things that got me super excited was uh, Amelia Clark and Olivia Coleman. But that being said, you've got some casting for us. I do. So Samuel L. Jackson is back as Nick Fury. Ben Mendelssohn is Talos. Amelia Clark is Gaia. Kobe Smulders is Maria Hill. Olivia Coleman is Sonia Fallsworth. Don Cheadle is back as Brody. Charlene Woodard is Priscilla, a.k.a. Vara. And Kingsley Benadir is Gravik. Well, I'm ready for some tea. Are you ready for some tea? Let's spill it. All right, folks. This is the part of the show where we spill the tea. So if you have not watched Secret Invasion, like much of the world at this point... <laughs> We are about to spoil it for you. I'm going to say it. I'm going to address the alien in the room. Okay. (laughs) I do have a conspiracy theory. All right. You ready to hear it? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. And I say that I have a conspiracy theory. And I have no paper trail or evidence to prove it. That is why it is a theory. Okay. (laughs) So bear with me, folks. First of all, the timing of the season finale and our own government announcing aliens. Where was the TikToks on this? (laughs) Where was the TikTok? I didn't see one. There's my first complaint and or (laughs) evidence I'm entering into this conspiracy theory. Okay, (laughs) My theory is it wouldn't be too far-fetched for a CEO of a certain company that runs three-fourths of the entertainment industry to pay off some government officials to talk about aliens as a way to distract the general population as an attempt to get the writers slash actors strike and or some of the horrendous comments that said CEO made a few weeks back that he didn't expect to trend as well as it did to distract the general public from noticing some things about said writer strike. Mm-hmm. Aliens have been trending for the past week and a half. And I'm not saying the writer strike and actor strike isn't, but I'm seeing more thing, more and more things in my FYP about aliens than I am about the actors and or writers strike. Yeah. And, so I just don't think it's too far off <laughs> or too far-fetched for a CEO to pay off some government officials. That being said, Secret Invasion, in my opinion, was the sacrificial lamb for said CEO. <laughs> and if you look at it, I can't even say from a billionaire's perspective because I don't even know what that looks like. Okay. This is more right. than just a let them eat cake situation. But he knows that the cast of this show I mean, they're just so well-established that they're going to do fine during this strike. I'm so surprised I have not seen any TikToks addressing this situation. Oh, and that's the thing. Like, 
to give you an idea of my FYP, when Spider-Man came out, I'm talking the animated film Mm -hmm. and the latest Marvel one, it was everywhere, right? People loved those films. And then you get to Secret Invasion, everyone got hyped about the trailer because they had you piece together pictures that they had posted on Twitter to figure out a password to log in to watch like the first five minutes of the first episode. And it got everyone hyped up for it. I saw a lot of TikToks about that. Right. I even joked that the password should have been password. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got a bunch of people going, well, actually it's this, like I'm making a joke. Right. (laughs) And then the show started and people were excited to see where it was going and episode two came along and it got quiet it did like real quick no we thought this was going to be fury's last stand yeah we also know that he's being set up for the marvels i don't want to say that they earnestly set it up to fail but i haven't seen anything counter that argument yet that being said what does the secret invasion storyline mean for the mcu and or how does this set up the Marvels in November. Right. Well, we know that Fury took his team mm-hmm. of scrolls after the Battle of New York. And I'm pretty sure probably like after the Battle of Wakanda too, to collect the DNA samples of the heroes. Right. And it was called the Harvest. So now Gaia is the super scroll who has all of these superpowers. And this is where people were theorizing that Reed Richards was going to be brought in because Gaia essentially has the powers of the Fantastic Four. Reed Richards did not come in this show. Correct. <laughs> so that was probably another reason why people stopped watching if they, you know, if that was the case. But as far as the as the Marvels go, this was pretty much a prologue to Fury's story to figure out why he was in space with Saber. Because we know in WandaVision, Monica is recruited to speak with him. Secret Invasion, I want to say, happens probably before WandaVision because he only came down to Earth for the Squirrel invasion and then peaced out when it didn't go as planned. I was so focused on trying to comprehend what I was watching that I wasn't paying paying attention to any type of Easter eggs, but I wasn't sure if you caught any. There was one big one that I found and I was kind of proud of myself for finding it. The agent who meets Nick Fury with the private jet is the same agent who met with Natasha in the movie Black Widow with the provisions. Agent's name is Mason. And so he's the common link between Natasha and Fury and Nick Fury. All right. Serious question. Now that we've gotten over all of our Debbie Downerness, <laughs> who was your favorite character? Hands down for me, it was Sonia Fallsworth. All right. Hi, Olivia Coleman. I loved her. She was a joy to watch, and I hope to see her in more projects. I loved Gaia. And while I wanted more for Gaia, I wanted a better outcome for Gaia. Because I, I love Amelia Clark. Is mm-hmm. adorable. She's that yes. reminder of like pocket size fun because she's so tiny, so cute, and so <laughs> fun. And again, we love her interviews. She gets hyped up over like everything to see her with what we're calling the harvest powers now. She has all the superpowers from every Marvel superhero, basically. So she's got the Hulk, Mantis, Danvers DNA. There's so, she has so many. And while these storylines are kind of recycled a bit, she's this pint-sized little alien (laughs) that has all the powers now. And I'm rooting for her because she's choosing to use her power for good. I do hope to see her 
in more Marvel projects and knowing how excited she is to be a part of the Marvel team. I want that for her, but Gaia was my fave for sure. And then Olivia Coleman's character was a very close second. Remind me never to cross Olivia Coleman because she will, she will cut you in a very serious British way. <laughs> so that being said, do you think we'll get more Gaia later on in the MCU? Honestly, I would love to see Gaia in Armor Wars with Rhodey because, you know, she has that connection with him and he will probably still remember her because she's the one who let him out. For me, it makes sense that the two of them would reconnect somehow. Also, it'd be fun to see her in the Fantastic Four film because she has all those powers. Hopefully she'll be in the big Avenger movies, King's Dynasty and um, but people are also speculating that her and Olivia Coleman might get another spinoff series. Oh, okay. Um, so who knows? But I would love to see her in Armor Wars. I think that'd be fun. And now it is time for the Spotlight of the Week. Looking to donate some of your old books to a good home? Look no further than your local Little Free Library. Little Free Library is a nonprofit organization based out of St. Paul, Minnesota, Their mission is to be a catalyst for building community, inspiring readers, and expanding book access for all through a global network of volunteer-led Little Free Libraries. For more information on Little Free Library, head on over to the link in our show notes. Founded in 2021, the Nerf Herder Co. was created as a way for people to bring their favorite fandoms into their homes and out into the world in a luxurious, chic way. The Nerf Herder Co. offers candles, wax melts, fragrance mists, and now has expanded into apparel. The Nerf Herder Co. offers a wide range of fandoms from Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Indiana Jones, books such as Akatar, and more. New releases are dropped on an almost weekly basis, and they always love to get suggestions for future releases from customers. Tax Pros, an award-winning tax firm dedicated to providing their clients with a full range of advanced tax planning and tax resolution services. With three locations in Southern California, Tax Pros is there to meet you where you are, offering phone and video appointments. Learn more or book an appointment today at TaxPros, taxprose.com. Connect with us on social. You can find the Fangirls Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at the Fangirls Podcast. Looking to move? 24-7 Moving is a full-service moving company based in LA. At 24-7 Moving, they understand moving can be overwhelming sometimes, and they see this as their responsibility to alleviate the pressure and stress. Their professional team provides fun, friendly, and secure local and long-distance services throughout the U.S. Their highly skilled and well-trained team has combined experience of over 3,000 moves including commercial and residential. They deliver smooth and stress-free moving and packing services at affordable prices. I've personally used 24-7 moving and have never been so impressed with a team of movers in my life. They weren't just fast and efficient. They were affordable, and the guest service was unmatched to anything I've ever worked with before. For more information, visit them online at 247moving.com. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with or promoted by the following Marvel Studios, Walt Disney Pictures Studios, or Disney Plus. We're just really big fans. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.